the vital moments podcast my name is david i'm joined by ron baker the lead pastor he's we're here on zoom and he's sticking his tongue out at me trying to make <laughs> me laugh it's it's been a good morning so far here in exeter how's it going for you in pablo hill yeah good yeah got in a little bit later this morning because of stuff going on last night i just thought oh i'm gonna stay home a bit got in here just after nine and yeah so it's been a good morning yeah, we had a big party for a creative arts team, and uh, it was so much fun. Cornhole, can jam, campfire, barbecue. It was just so good. And maybe that should create some FOMO for people listening. Like, hey, we throw parties for our teams. Like, we have yeah. so much fun. It's not just about serving on Sundays or midweek or anything like that. Like, it's actually about, like, community. creating community and celebrating. And It's so much fun. Maybe that's why I'm so excited this morning, because last night was so much fun. Well, um, yeah, and I think what was nice was we were able to bring the three sites together. Yeah, in the one space in Poplar Hill, and and being outside in the evening was beautiful. The lights are strung through the trees, and and just the relationships that were being built was really fantastic because some of them hadn't met each other because of the different sites. Yeah, and I think that that was pretty cool. Talking about relationships, that's kind of a good segue into our new series. Yeah. Um, we new season. Kids are going back to school. People are getting back into the rhythm of, okay, summer's kind of done or is done. And um, we're getting back to a rhythm of, of life where it's got a little bit of an, a normal uh, way of doing things again. And we're in a brand new series that we've been doing actually for the last three years, every September, which is called yeah. Vitality. It's all around the vision and mission of Vital Point Church. And this year, it is a two-week series on two words, which are? reach and rhythm awesome 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 and last like i like i just said we started this past sunday and we kind of want to break this down for our connect groups yep. and people kind of checking in if they missed it or aren't able to watch the whole youtube video let's recap this because this is very very uh timely for us as a church because we believe god is doing something intriguing and beautiful within the church yep. of canada but also with us specifically as a church so sure. let's break down and recap first week on the word reach um for you as a lead yep. pastor yeah going into a series like this talking about the vision of vital point church what is something that we need to know as a church moving forward of what you're thinking and what you're seeing god doing yeah so let's start with the vision statement now, mm -hmm. uh, the vision of Vital Point Church is to be a multi-site church that reaches thousands of people who are exploring and growing in their knowledge of Jesus and commitment to his church. And so we built around this idea of reaching out of Luke chapter 15. Mm -hmm. And I think the thing that people need to realize about Vital Point, if this is their church or, or if they're thinking about making this their church, or maybe they're thinking about coming to church uh, for the first time in a long time or ever, is that our priority is reaching the one. Yeah. It's, it's that person in our lives. That's, um, you know, like the Luke 15 passage talked about the, the shepherds going and looking for that one lost lamb, that one lost mm. sheep that was out on its own. He says, leave the 99 out in the, in the open to come to go search for the, to, 
search for the one. So I think the, the realization is that to reach thousands, it's one person at a time, one story at mm -hmm. a time, one person that's trapped in addictive behaviors and patterns, one person that's searching for meaning and purpose, one person that's maybe not even aware that, that there is a God and that yeah. Jesus loves them. So I think for us, it was a critical conversation around the first part of reaching. We also talked about what, what multi-site is. Cause I, th I don't know if everyone understands what multi-site actually means. Yeah. We can't so assume we, that right. As, no. as staff and as leaders of, of the church, we can't assume like, Oh, we say our vision statement is to be able to multi-site church. And people are like, Oh, whoa. Like I don't even know the first, like that yeah. first part. Yeah. So multi-site, we unpack that a little bit as well. Talking about, you know, one church with multiple locations, one board with multiple locations, one budget with multiple locations. And, mm -hmm. and with that comes the complexity of each of these locations are expressing the, the vision and mission and values yeah. of vital point church with a desire to reach the one and reach the two, reach the three in. And so to reach thousands, it's not in one single Per, you know, site, it's actually multiple sites. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that we talked about yesterday that people were hearing for the very first time is that we have a sense now that we have three sites, uh, Poplar Hill, Exeter, and Clinton, um, we're believing that God's going to open the door for three more sites by 2027. So that means we're looking at different towns and small, small town Ontario um, to start vital point churches. And yeah. I, I think it's the, what was great was we were able to kind of paint that picture or, or at least I talk about from, you know, base camp, we're going yeah. on an expedition. We're all in this together, whether you're new to vital point or regular part, you, we're yeah. all part of this and what we can contribute to this is, you know, matters. And we're all part of this, you know, thing that's bigger than ourselves. And so now it's just in the process of, you know, our next step, which we, I, I think I talked more about in the Poplar Hill than maybe on the, on the, the different sites was we're now going to be laying down the tracks for what does that actually look like? But we're going to trust God that we're the plans and the strategies that we put in place. Because mm -hmm. I don't want to be a church that just sits around going, well, we're only going to go if God tells us to go. Well, many churches would just sit and do nothing. Because I think as we go, God reveals. Mm -hmm. And he reveals and his presence in that when we are obedient. Yeah. And in, right. in the strategies and the planning and the prayer yeah. and the, okay, where, what do we do next? Where do we go? I mean, we're, we're, I mean, I say next, we push the pause button right now and we didn't talk about this in the, in the messages, but we're pushing the pause right now to get clarity on what mm -hmm. does this actually look like? How are we going to make this happen? Mm -hmm. Trusting and believing that God's in this. And um, so our church, you know, reaching, it's that intentional reaching out to another for the purpose of influence. And with that influence comes out of Luke 15, where Jesus spent time with people that had not aligned with his understanding of life and faith. And the Pharisees and the scribes in Luke 15, you know, were trying to segregate themselves from, you know, referred to here in verse one of my Bible open, just so you know, I don't have it memorized is that, <laughs> you know, tax collectors and sinners. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And I talked quite a bit about the, the realization is that if we have a religious spirit then we will focus on the guardrails that protect us from quote unquote, the world. And, and I believe that that's that spirit of religion needs to be broken in us mm -hmm. because Jesus sat in space in proximity with people that were hurting, broken, confused, and he didn't try to correct them. He was yeah. just in space with them. 
And it's interesting. I had a conversation with someone from our Exeter site uh, last night at our at our creative arts gathering, and it was interesting because she said, "I have a hard time at times sitting in that space uh, with people who maybe are not followers of Jesus by the way they talk, the way they interact." And I said, and it, "She said it helped me a lot to understand that just even proximity of being in space isn't about can I tell you about Jesus? You know, yeah. can I? You know, it's more of." As a person of faith, trusting the power of the spirit, not living in fear, you can be in those environments and the proximity mm -hmm. itself opens the door. Uh, maybe not in that moment, but down the road when someone, you know, is struggling and, and they go, hey, there's this person of faith I think I can reach out to. Let's transition here because um, I really do encourage everyone like this is a recap, but I encourage people to go and watch or listen to the full message. Um, if sure. you call Vital Point Church home or you're new to Vital Point, we had a few people new in Exeter and they said, wow, this was a great first Sunday. And we're coming back next week because we're actually understanding, okay, there is a vision here. They have a church background, but they were like, okay, is this place for us? I'm like, this series is perfectly timed for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go back and watch. But let's transition into this because our vision statement is very much like you said. We want to reach the people that are exploring, growing in their knowledge of Jesus and commitment to his church. For someone that is going to call Vital Point Church home or the people that are already calling this place home that are in connect groups and are going to discuss this. Okay. What does the vision mean for me as an individual? Yes. As a church body, as a community, mm -hmm. but for me as an individual, what would you say to the people that are going to talk about this or even think on this and ponder it? Okay. What is my action step within who I am in the play that I, the, the, the piece that I play to this vision? How do we fulfill this together? Well, I, I mean, the the idea of each of us having a responsibility within the context of the church one is i have a number of things one is pray mm -hmm. uh, if you're a praying type start praying for the vision start praying and if you're God not would, a praying type i would even just i would even challenge and yeah. encourage that person if you're not um to actually begin the process of praying what yeah. does this mean for me yeah sorry to interrupt uh, yeah that's all right i'm used to it um <laughs> the, the, uh, you know, just begin to pray. Mm. Uh, the, the second thing is, um, begin to, uh, think about and pray about one, two, three people in your life. Um, that I would, let's just break it down to one person. Think about one person, one name, one face that you're going to start praying for. Mm. And you're going to pray that God would open doors by his spirit to step in to have influence in that person's life because the reality of this vision of reaching thousands is one person at a time one story at a time mm -hmm. but it's also one individual collectively within the context of vital point church that would say hey i can do this and there's and it's great because there's it, there is something powerful that happens when i watch someone get baptized that i actually had a hand in coming to jesus yeah right so whether it's through prayer, so like next June, we're going to be doing another baptism uh, service. And maybe it's going to be some of the people that we've been praying for. They're on our, on our name, on our minds and our hearts that we can kind of go, Hey, I had a hand in that person yeah. discovering who Jesus is. It may not be next June. Maybe it's one after the one after that, or five years from now, 10 years from now. Mm -hmm. And you'll be able to sit in those gatherings where the baptisms are happening and kind of go, wow. Mm -hmm. I was part of that and I gave heaven a reason to celebrate. Yeah. Right. 
because that's what Jesus says at the end in verse seven. He says, just so you know, the shepherd that celebrates is going to be more rejoicing in heaven yeah. over one person that repents. Right. Mm-hmm. And I want, I, here's my heart on this, David. I want to be a church that gives heaven an excuse to celebrate. Mm. Right. And I, and I think that with the reach aspect of our vision statement is so unique in the sense of our desire to start more sites, more locations in rural settings where churches are closing, where the light of Jesus is not shining as bright as what it can. And we can step into these moments and we can be the church. Your vision was a few years ago that the footprints of Jesus has walked through a town mm-hmm. and the, and the, and the footprints are filled up with living water. And I believe that Jesus is walking through towns right now. And he's actually going, Hey church, my body, follow me. Yeah. And and be part of filling my footprints with living water where people can find satisfaction for their souls. Mm. And I mean, it's going to take work. It's going to take effort and resources yeah. and leadership development. I'm already starting to talk to <laughs> potential future site leaders. I know. Um, because, you know, there's very few out there that want to do mm. what we're doing. And so I'm now as a, as this vision gets clearer, I'm having conversations with people saying, hey. Mm-hmm. And, and I, my hope here's, here it is, David, my hope is, is that people who listen to this church, unchurched, um, and I know our priority is unchurched people, but I believe that there's a, a segment of Christians, believers that are out there that are not connected in church that could get on board with this and not be caught up in the silly issues and not silly issues, important issues. Yes, I get that. There's yeah. important issues and topics. It's not that we dig our heads in the sand, but the primary focus is turn people to Jesus. And what does it mean to follow him as king in your life? You know, uh, you know, people that reach out to me that want to know our stance on the seven hot topics of culture and society. And that's their first questions they're asking me like, no, like ask me about the vision. Ask me about the mission. Ask me about values. Mm-hmm come and get the heartbeat of who we are and then go, I think I can be part of this. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the more people that get on board with this and, yeah. and, and get on board in the sense of get a passion for this and a heart for this. And, you know, vital point church, my hunch David is we're probably between five and 600 people right now. Imagine if only half, imagine yeah. if 200, let's imagine if 200 <laughs> people got white, hot, fired up yeah. for what this is about. We'd see revival. We'd see mm-hmm. people like right now, people are lost in the confusion yeah. of the unhinged culture. And we've got a the answer for people's we we would see heart. marriages restored. We'd see yeah. young adults and teenagers have a fire and a bold faith to addictions broken. Yeah. It, it would be like I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it right now because I could get so fired up about it. And we should probably wrap this up soon. Yeah, we can go on but, forever. This is supposed to be short, so but I think what you what you're saying is 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 beautiful that we all play a piece if you call this place home, and yep. God has shoulder tapped us as a church to do something beautiful, and we've got to be obedient to it. So this is an encouragement for you guys if you're part of a connect group, if you're just listening in and kind of thinking, okay, is Vital Point Church my place? Is this where my family, my friends, or even the people that don't go to church? Am I going to bring them to this place? Um, to explore and grow in life and faith, those things together, not separate. I'm going to cut you off. I'm going to cut you off now because there's (laughs) there's one more thing. Um, I love it. To be a church in the 21st century means it's going to be messy. Mm -hmm. 
right? And I would say this, we're not going to be a church that is all nice and shiny. Uh, it's going to get messy. It's going to get tough. It'll make us uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But I think that that's what Jesus did. He went into the uncomfortable spaces with people. And because of his presence in the proximity, transformation was happening. And I, I think that you can create a church that has people of different beliefs and ideas and thoughts on all kinds of things, but there's a unity around the person of Jesus Christ mm -hmm. and a unity around, you know, the body of Christ, the seal of the Holy Spirit on our church is, is powerful. And we have to be okay. If, we talk a lot about holding space. Anyway, you're motioning to me to wrap it up and I'll wrap it up. We should. Let's save we got next week. We got we yeah. We got another week. More vital moments. Get all fired up. <laughs> Tell me when you have time in your calendar, and that we can do it. <laughs> uh, you're a busy no. man, which is good. So, hey, everyone, thanks so much for listening. I hope this vision series is something that uh, impacts your heart to actually have moments. You know what? I'm going to take steps to fulfill this within my life and within the life of the church. So, thanks so much. If you're not yet part of a connect group, reach out. We're going to have new groups launching very, very soon, and we're excited to see what God does with all of them. Hey, have a good one. Peace out.